Welcome, everybody. We are back for episode 59 of The Lookout. Of course, I am Meals. Yeah. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. What's going on, man? Um, behind me, as you could say, maybe featuring on the show. I don't know if you can hear us. I don't know if the mic will pick it up. Of them continuing to do construction, and it's after 5 p.m., and it's on a Friday, and they're just getting busy. Strange for you, construction. right? Um... It's very strange considering I'm legitimately the one who flies out of work (laughs) (laughs) at the drop of like whatever the time is I'm supposed to get out of work. So it's very, very interesting for me. Um, First of all, Jeff, I have to get into a few more chronicles from you. You have been (laughs) going over quite a few different animes since we last. I've been spazzing. Um, Yeah, you've been good. What have you been watching? What have you been reading? What the hell are you getting into? Well, you already know I've uh, I basically I'm caught up with my hero. I did start reading it a little bit after, but I'm I'm not too too deep um, because then I went straight into Doctor Stone, the anime. Uh, cleared off season one, really enjoyed it. It's, it's a little bit more low key, not a lot of action, so I feel like I needed that because you know most things that I do watch are you know fairly violent, but this is like yes. science class. Um, and then I started reading Doctor Stone right after because I was just, you know, I was just in the mood. And I started Fire Force last night, so yeah, I've wow. kind of been bouncing back and forth. You know, I told you and Pat, uh, Pokemon Blue. I kind of just turned that on too, just for like shenanigans. But yeah, listen, you're making the most of your time. I don't, yeah, I, I, you know. I can't. I've just been trying to finish Haikyuu still, and I'm in. The <laughs> And that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I hate idle time, man. I hate idle time, dude. So, you know, I got got to feel you. I feel you. I feel you 100%. Um, If you haven't noticed by the title of this episode yet, we do have a special guest in line. Um, He is no stranger to this podcast. He is no stranger to my life. I talk to him every damn week. Boss man. Um, Yes, of course. Boss man himself. Um, OG Johnny 5, Justin Davis. Sir, how are you doing? Y'all, it's funny you asking me how I'm doing. You don't ever want to answer that question on the A show. Uh, well, listen, now you're in my realm, so <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I, y'all are bosses in your own right. You guys have the lookout. You guys are are young bosses, and you know, I'm so proud. And I know this is like not the time, but I'm so proud to see like what the lookout has become and. It, it is literally like I just love to see what you guys put out, and um, it's you. beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you, thank you. We have, we were assembling a team, a team of great. Um, I don't know what was the Power Rangers thing of like teenagers with <laughs> with, attitudes. You know, attitudes, with attitudes. There we go. Um, you can really tell that they're inspired. Maybe they're inspired by NWA. I don't know, but. Um, Yes, we're assembling a crew of teenagers with attitudes to continue to bring you the best anime content. Make sure you follow the Lookout RNC. Make sure you follow RNC Radio Live to get a lot of news that you get on the Lookout um, and everything of that. Um, so we bring Justin on this podcast because last season, I mean, we talked about it on the time that we called you like a couple episodes ago, right. randomly out of the blue. But we yeah. talked about it. Um we justin said he brought up to us in the chat once and he was like what is i, I forgot if he said what is my hero academia and will i like it That's probably the gist of it <laughs> that's when it started yeah that's when it all happened to which jeff and i 100 percent said no it was like no you will not like yeah. it 
and mm-hmm. it's not something well, I would have just recommended. You know, I, I, just I still all right. It work. So here's the thing: I still the reason you like it is because we said you're not going to like it. No, I'm, that is bullshit. I feel, like, <laughs> that is I feel like it's sixty percent that at yeah. least sixty no. percent. No, because you know what? You can ask. You can ask my girlfriend who has seen me watching every single episode down the line with like the first couple of weeks of, of quarantine, I went crazy on my hero academia. I would not do that. If that is something I did not want to watch. Trust me. I thought the first season would turn you away. The first season, the Ooh. first like seven, eight episodes turn, usually turn people away because the, the main, uh, the main protagonist is kind of a biatch, but you know, once you get past that and you get into the action part and you start really getting into it, you'd be like, Oh, this show's, no, this show's yeah. not half bad, and it's actually, it's pretty bad. good. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. It's very good. Um, what has been your thoughts on My Hair Academia and everything? It, well, what have you watched up to? That maybe that's a question. I I watched up to the beginning of season four. I got sidetracked, unfortunately, with other things uh, happening and other shows that I've been watching. I'm going to get back to it right after we um, finish this this show. I was actually starting season four as we as we. Uh, after I finished these episodes we watched for the for this episode, I started season four. So once I get through that, I'll, I'll be completely caught up. So, Oh, amazing. And all right, so now I have to ask you another question. So one of the excitement surrounding the series, and I think Jeff will experience this incredibly soon, um, is also the manga. Are you interested in any depth of your soul, in any fiber of your being of reading manga? Man, I mean... I have a I have the the powers of and, and shout out to uh, Black Variant X and Van. I have the the uh, the graphic novel of House of X Powers of X, and I've okay. only gotten through I've only gotten through twenty pages of it, and I bought that in April. <laughs> right, right. I, <laughs> That's a good answer. I I'm not gonna say that I won't. You know, I, manga is something I've never to. gotten into. Act, yeah. No, no, no. no I'm just saying, manga is not something I ever got into the the whole like. I, I love the idea of reading something backwards. I think that that's really a novel thing. <laughs> right, right. I know that's like, it's novel to us, but it's normal to, to people in Japan and, and, yeah. and Asian co- countries. But I, it's cool, but I think that I'm more of like the, I'll, read, I'll watch the movie before I read the book guy. Because I was so into comic books when I was a kid. So like when you, when you see like these comic book movies, a lot of them were adapted from stories that I was reading when I was a teenager. But when it starts getting caught up, like it's these, this new stuff, I'm like, I'm lost. I'm lost with. No, that's it's a, I, I completely understand. I legitimately think in my intro, oh, it's either Dragon Ball or it is either My Hero Academia. To act. honestly, I, it might be My Hero because the fact that um, I got into it by the time season three ended, and by the time season three ended, I was like, fuck, it's. We got until it was October, October 2019 that season four was, you know, eventually going to air. They told us the previous year. It was like, oh, shit, I got like 10 months before this shit starts up again. So I decided I couldn't wait and I needed to read the manga. And to be honest with you, I wasn't disappointed. I don't I believe I mean, more more so I understand um, people who don't read the manga and watch the anime because the at the I'm going through that currently with a manga called Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, yeah. where I'm just like I'm not fully understanding or like absorbing yeah, everything. I, I, kinda, I understood I what you gist. meant, by the way. Yeah, I get the gist of it, but 
the show is about to the, the anime itself is about to begin in a couple of months i think i'm going to stop here and just wait for just wait it things out. visually to pop out and give me the context i need to jump back into maybe the manga reading but i'm basically with this. you because jamal kind of hit me with the same thing and i you know 15 some of my pages in and i'm kind of like i really just want to watch this yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I, don't, I gotta commend Jamal for even being able to have the patience yeah, to do that with was, everything he has going on. For real, I, I guess right. he. I mean, I would read on the toilet. I think that does he have to poop a lot? So I'm sure. I'm sure, I, I'm sure he gets it done. I read. The only reason I read, and I haven't read a lot of manga lately, is because I read on the train. My commute to work is an oh, hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm able to get it in while I do that, and. But I, I think I was on vacation when I did my Hero Academia. Either way, what I have to say is the manga is incredible. It just yeah. is. Like, you get wrapped up in it. You get the, the stuff that's coming up next. They haven't announced when Season 5 is dropping, but they know there is a Season 5 that's dropping. But Season 5 might be the best season of the show that we get, period, because of just how everything advances and the plot kind of, like, starts to switch. And everything from Season 4 is... It, it it kind of begins i mean everything kind of begins in this season with the kind of rolling out of like how everything shifts and society shifts which is one of the great things about the show is because it's it's so much of an encompassing world it's not we talked about it last week with skip shout out to skip that the difference between this show and like a dragon ball z is dragon ball z everything kind of affects these same 12 characters mm-hmm. and maybe there's like three more characters that come in Whereas this show, things that affect, there's one monumental moment that affects the entire world and, and it affects society and it affects um, the students and it affects, and everyone kind of has to react to that in a certain way. And they make no qualms and kind of like, you know, addressing it in, mm-hmm. in, in various ways. What are the reasons why you really, really like this show? Uh, and I think I might have touched on this when you ask, but I think what I love about my hero is that it's so earnest and it's so honest with what it is. There's so many animes really uh, that, that are, and, and especially within the show, this will be considered shonen class, right? Yeah. Yes. It's shonen. Yeah. So like so many within that where it's like, you know, you have the same tropes and there's always the ulterior motive and it's always very dark and, and, and brooding. This is about people. And especially you just think about the, the world we live in today. It's about people that want to be good, that want to help people that want to come together. And if you're not with that, you are not seen as a good guy. It, and it's, it's telling the good versus evil story in a way that's like very adaptable to what's going on in our own Mm -hmm. society and i think why i caught on to it and and attached to it so much during this time and especially now is because that theme resonates it's it's being good enough to help everyone it's being good enough to help your family it's being good enough to feed your family and that is something that you know it, it really resonates with me and it resonated with me and you know for someone who fell off anime because they were doing the same thing over and over again this really caught on to me because it's not about power level, even though they're really cool. So that it's about all of these young people trying to do the best that they can to be good people. Yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> like that's 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 their only issue. Yeah, right. No, one hundred percent. I'm glad you touched on that. Um, I think from here, we can kind of begin discussing this batch of episodes because it is quite an arduous journey. I mean, we're talking about six episodes, episodes 20 through 25. And 
it's a it's essentially the finals of the sports festival. We've mm-hmm. gone through the the obstacle race before, and we did that. And Deku's the winner there. And then last episode with Skip, we went through the cavalry race. It was drama filled craziness. And then I guess it was Team Todoroki. Yes, Team Todoroki yeah. who managed to come out on top in that one. Um, but none of those really mattered. It kind of just ended up qualifying the top, you know, sixteen. Not to say that it doesn't matter. I guess people look. The the idea for this tournament is like for branding purposes and exposure and all this other stuff that you don't really I guess most other animes would consider like vain or something along those lines like exposure money but it's a vain world I think that's kind of one of the things that is adapted to you know this world and that world not vain as in like completely evil but it's like okay we're realistically speaking these heroes have to make money and they have to be mm-hmm. popular and yeah, they, they do a good job making sure you know they, they let you know what's important to the actual characters and it's not just like they're not just doing this or risking their yeah. bodies for nothing you know what i mean like yeah, this right. is why. i i love the 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 business aspect of it I, I didn't that's one thing that i didn't expect and i think that you guys didn't warn me about was that there is a business aspect to the superhero thing that kind of goes again hand in hand with reality it's that we idolize these celebrities when in the, in the you know behind that they have all types of masters that they have to serve right. wh- yeah. whether monetarily or PR wise and I thought that was a really cool way to 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 put that like if there was a world of superheroes who would they serve exactly right. we we barely get that watching Marvel movies you know you know really yeah. <laughs> like there's no yeah. rules really it's like what money are they making or what is their lifestyle like right no you're right um. But with that said, let's get to the tournament because it's it's quite a bit of a tournament. Uh, there's a few. I'll say this: we're gonna highlight the kind of more important battles, and then we're gonna kind of like skip through and maybe laugh at some of the obvious. Um, I want to say comic relief. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Kaminari, come on. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you know, we'll get through this, but I think the first one is a very important one. They managed to kick it off. Completely right. Wow. Okay. Well, the sounds in New York are behind me. A lot of New York. This is important. Me, by the way. This isn't. This isn't um, look at without it. So. <laughs> um, we have Shinso versus Deku. Deku obviously <clears throat> um, paired up with Shinso. We finally learned what Shinso's actual quirk is, which is ends up being brainwashing, which is yeah. the wildest quirk. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you'd be such a cool villain. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was texting Mills watching this episode. Now, I, first of all, I was like, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a cool power. But, you know, the the things that he has to, to do to activate it are a little strange. But it makes sense, obviously, or he would be completely OP. But I, I, I think, like, they put the camera on him a lot. And although it's not really that much screen time for him. Like just overall, I do think that it, it's a lot of foreshadowing. I'm sure. I don't know if he's already come up in the manga for something more important, but like, I feel like he's definitely going to be some type of uh scapegoat for, for the villains later on. Cause that power is yeah, what do you, good. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Shinzo J five? Uh, I, I thought, I, I thought the brainwashing, it, I, I love, let me say this. Like, I love the fact that all of these heroes in this show are parallels to like X-Men. Yeah. Like, I think mm-hmm. that is just like such a cool, like there, there are some, and I love that the sports festival shows us like there are some powers that are obviously better than others. <laughs> some that work a lot better than others. I think Shinso's, uh, his, 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 his perk is kind of like really cool in the way that it, it's, it's like 
completely something that we would have expected. But I also feel like it's it's like it has the potential to be OP, and I don't think they really like touch on that that much. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, they don't. I think um, eventually, I mean, towards the end of the battle, when he loses, they kind of see like, oh, everyone kind of recognizes the potential he had. It's like, oh, it's a shame he don't have no hands. Learn how to fight, man. He would be 10 out of 10, but, you know, that quirk itself is just incredible. Like, all this other stuff like that. Yeah, um, but, like, if it was if it was Charles Xavier, he wouldn't even have needed hands. He would have just yeah, made you hit yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's 100% true. But then again, I mean, that's still the development right like we're starting off in the early stages where these kids are still they know they have special powers and they know that they're special but they don't really kind of know how to utilize them and that's kind of what ua is does um shinso of the general academics course he enters in the general academics because he went for the hero thing but because he had no hands he legitimately could not pass the practical exam like he got i guess he got washed by the robots i don't know um robots can't talk he couldn't pass yeah, I mean, th- th- artificial <laughs> artificial <laughs> life forms. Like, it's a, what is he going to do? So he was put in, he also applied for the general courses. So he's in general, hoping to one day get into class 1A, class 1B, or I think that's kind of it. Um, he off rip brainwashes Deku. Um, Deku, <laughs> yeah, of course, was warned about it beforehand. <laughs> warned about still, it beforehand. But you know, Deku Doesn't is going to Deku. Like yeah, he's going to he, Deku. He's, gonna he's going to tell you that. Uh, honestly, I feel like I'm going. He's going to do that. Deku's going to Deku. And Why that's do you hate him? What... Why do you hate him so? Much? I don't hate. I don't hate Deku. I just think that I actually don't hate Deku. I don't hate him at all. He's I literally think, uh, Cyrus says something on the timeline about shonen protagonists, and yes. I mean, it, 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 was, it was aggressive. Don't get me wrong. But like it, he's absolutely right. You know, they're very they have all the potential in the world, you know, but they're crybabies uh, and morals are like number one, no matter what, even if it kills them. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of things are sacrificed for sure. Yeah, yes, like, it just is what it is, you know. Um, so yes, that's a that's why, uh, until we talk about a show that is not a shonen, Cyrus will probably be like, I'm not watching that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, preference, man, it's all preference. Oh, but shout out to but shout out to Cyrus nonetheless. Um, so he does that. He gets brainwashed. All he does, all Shinso has to do is tell him is like, now walk out the ring, and yeah. he's walking, and he's walking, and it's this very dramatic scene where he's like, obviously Deku's my mind is like, I can't control anything that's going on. This is so crazy. Like he's the only one who has had like self thought through this entire thing. <laughs> um, but then he sees, um these ghosts kind of in the or these shadows rather in the yeah. distance and one of them is all my and he sees these you know these eight or nine shadows and he comes to the thing where he's like oh these must be i mean he learns all after the fact that these are the you know the spirits of the prior holders of all for one and they're kind of like a piece of them is like within the power of one for uh, sorry one for all which is um which has been passed down for quite a few times already so it's nice a, foreshadowing not, not really nice foreshadowing sh- foreshadowing because we won't actually get a hit into what that is until way later right yeah and the shadows are cool. we probably won't later. even see i don't know if we ever get to see you know uh, all the previous users but yeah it, it was it was cool i thought it also i mean he, he kind of the fact that he broke out of it because of it i, I thought that that was like i don't know it kind of ruins his kind of ruins the mind control to me like i was like well if that's all it takes i mean you gotta have some 
He's still a teenager. Yeah, I, feel like he He's still a teenager. I feel like he cheated. No, I feel yeah, like he's kind of cheap. Like, man, I don't know. Like, where'd that come from? Like, <laughs> I was like, where did that? Who activated it? If you can't yeah, activate I, it, then who did? I mean, like, you know, I get a, it. I get it, but. Yeah, I mean, not all of us have spirits within us uh, activating our quirks for us when we're in a time of hurt. Either way, activating y'all be the letting y'all y'all let Goku get away with this shit. All my Deku get away. <laughs> all my cheeks for all my cheeks for Deku all the time. So I'm cool with that. Dude, we talked about it last. Hey, Goku, Goku gets my... a lot of bars though. I don't. We don't hold back on his ass. Yeah, oh, All Might is not a great teacher, but an incredible cheerleader itself. Yeah. Because of yeah. all these things that happened to Deku in this tournament, he is clear. Um, he is more. He is more concerned with Deku learning his power instead of the fact that, like, yo, realize this kid is a high school freshman and his body is not built for this like your body is so he's breaking his finger so you guys are gonna have to learn how to figure that out eventually but he breaks his fingers to snap out of the trance mm -hmm. shinso is shocked um he tries to press him real quick he's just like yo hold up wait a minute wait a minute and then deku hits him with the illus of the judo flips i don't know somewhere um actually on like concrete i was like yeah, yeah well, you hurt man <laughs> And and that that just that just goes to that just goes to show just how important it is to actually have hands in this because these are still these are still like 13, 14 year olds. Like if you slam me on the on a on concrete, I'm done. I'm not getting back up. No. I mean these guys have bombs in their hands. You know what I'm saying? It's like you better know how to defend yourself. I mean, the combat is incredibly important to be able to, even the 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 heroes who don't have a necessarily like a fighting style quirk, like a like a Bakugo or Todoroki or something along those lines, you have to learn how to fight. You know, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to another one towards the end of this where you just have to learn how to fight. Um, let's see, how do I want to do this? There is, you know what? We'll kind of once we get to Todoroki versus Deku, we'll do all the Todoroki pass yeah. drama. Family thing all at once because it all Very builds foul up to that stuff. Moment. Foul stuff. Yes, it, it it all builds up to that moment anyway. But there is a moment between Todoroki and Endeavor where it was like, huh, you know, yes, use your fire side, <laughs> my like, son. Oh, no. This is why. Uh, this is why I had sex with your mom. Yeah, uh, unusually, totally. unusually emotional stuff there too. So yeah, he he should have his own section. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, but with that, Todoroki faces Sero. I I had to preface that with the meeting at first because what Todoroki does against Sero is a direct <laughs> is a direct effect of the conversation he has with Endeavor. In fact, Endeavor wants him to use his fire side so much that he's just like, I'm going to show you how much my eye side actually rocks and how I'll never fucking use your fire side and nearly kill Sero. Tape the tape elbows. He nearly kills him with a massive block of ice. Like a overkill like just yeah. to the point and i think he kind of realizes what he does and it's just like it's crazy do y'all believe in, in tape elbows that is like the wackest i, I you know <laughs> i'm not a, I, i'm not a fan i'm not a fan. so but he comes clutch. Though. he comes clutch yeah you can time. capture you can swing from trees you can uh it's got potential, but it's also like you're you're clearly there for like capture and relief and stuff. Yeah, like that. Like you're not you you're not turning the tide when when shit gets real. <laughs> like, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Like you looked at 
we we see a little bit later, like um, actually you see him in this episode. It's the guy, the tree guy, was it Kemui Woods or something along those lines? Like he's someone who's like his quirk is also like yo branches from my arms, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's how it does, and he just captures people, and that's kind of it. But you know he he's he's a top ten hero nonetheless. So I don't know. There's hope for tape elbows. Is what I'll say. <laughs> are um, we and are we to believe this is like Scotch tape or like? It's got to be something extremely strong. It's got to be better than Scotch. It's got to. It's got to it, be. It would be great if he developed various different types of tape. I'm talking about electrical tape. It comes out of one elbow and maybe <laughs> duct, tape. duct tape. Yeah, something. Maybe you know he'll he'll evolve past then. Um, next up, I don't want to say there are comic relief kind of battles, but Kaminari. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah. Kaminari, he faces Shiozaki of Class 1B. Shiozaki has vines in her hair, and her mm-hmm. hair is made out of vines. She's a grass-type Pokemon, essentially. Basically. Um, against an electric-type Kaminari who's like, yo, you know, she got a cute. I might have to ask her out after I beat her. He goes, like, full 1 million volts Thunderbolt, and then she just kind of blocks it and, like, immediately disposes of him quite quickly. Um, so Kaminari's she's out. cool. She's cool. Yeah, she's all right. She's cool. Uh, another she's, example. She has... Another example of certain certain quirks are very good. Yeah. <laughs> certain quirks are very bad. You know what? You know what? The, it's crazy. The, the quirk thing is like I, I love Froppy. Like I love I love Froppy. And like it's a weird like the whole frog thing is like whatever. But like I just I love the character. It just works. And I any other time I wouldn't fuck with anything like that. But Right, you know, no, just no, works, you're right. Weird. Um, another hilarious battle. You have Tenya Ida versus Mai Hatsume. Um, Ida is completely. He's been jugged one hundred percent by Mai Hatsume. It was just like, yo, actually, I think I have some equipment for you that would actually improve the way you battle. And then he puts it on, and then realizes. This isn't a battle. I'm just a fucking mannequin for her <laughs> weird inventions. Um, I love my Hatsume. Yeah, she's, she's one of funny. my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Um, Tenya Ida, and he he's the one who makes it work, right? He's like, he's such a straight and narrow guy, and he's just like, you know, talks with his arms, whatever, but he's such a straight and narrow guy that is like, Oh, I never actually figured out like how to use these things. And now he just becomes a puppet essentially. Um, I haven't respected, I haven't respected either since last season. This is is the next episode. We've, he's just gotten all types of shit on this show. Yeah. I don't respect, I don't respect his arc. Like, yo, I'm about to turn on you. Bakugo. (laughs) Or no, no, not Bakugo. Deku. I I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't yeah, like, like that. that. I thought I it was like strange too. Me and Mills, we you know we spoke about it. It's like, all right, man. Like we get it. Like we don't. You don't have to like approach me like that though. Like obviously we're in it for ourselves at this point. But come on, man. Lame, lame, man. You're really lame. <laughs> <laughs> You're really um, lame. Let's see. We have Ashiro. Acid Girl. If you're uh, paying attention and don't know these names, versus Ayoyama Naval Laser. Yeah, I like Ayoyama. Uh, Let's talk about this. J Five, you like Ayoyama, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I bang with him, man. I, I like the really? like, the swag of it. You know what I'm saying? Like the French drip. swag. You well, he reminds me. Of, he reminds me. Of, he reminds me of Havoc from from X Men. So okay, okay, that's dude. That is, I never even that's thought a high praise by Ayoyama. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. He reminds me of Havoc. 
Yeah, who realistically in this series never gets. I mean, no, he never really. No, gets, I mean, never. You know, this is this is a weird thing when he when when that episode where he writes that message for Deku on his porch. I don't oh, even. <laughs> That's I know we're not. Four. It's I know very, it very weird. It's just like me. it's a weird episode. J Five's gonna love that shit though. It's a it's a weird episode. It's gonna be like, oh, is he sweet on Deku? Um, yeah. nonetheless, uh, Asido Ashido defeats Ayama with an uppercut, knocks Ayama's <laughs> pants down. Um, <laughs> naval laser, you know, debunked. He needs to work on it. He says he can't hold it for more than a minute without his <laughs> without his tummy hurting, which yeah. is like. Makes no, sense. That's something he got to go do. He's something he got to go do. <laughs> that makes sense, to be honest. Because he's like, oh, my navel lasers start dripping out. I'm like, ugh. That's yeah. nasty. Um, Tokoyami defeats Yayorozu. This was a very surprising battle in the fact that Yayorozu, who was got in the school on recommendation, is one of is the top student in class 1A in terms of academics, is a whole bunch of things. She did not get one not even one lick of offense in. And before she knew it, within seconds, she was out of the ring. Tokuyami just kind of hit her with the black, uh, was it, is it black? Dark Shadow. There we go. Dark Shadow. So cool. just kind of like, just kind of like pushed her. And it, you know, it, she has a moment there where it's like, yo, my confidence is completely shot now because I couldn't even, I didn't even land one hit. Like, there's a purpose. The purpose is there for it, though. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Then you have Tetsu Tetsu versus Kirishima, the battle of I'm really, you know, the Steel Guy versus the tetsu, guy who just tetsu, makes tetsu, himself. Tetsu Tetsu. Say the yeah. say his full government. Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Thank you. Um, versus Kirishima. It lasts forever because both of them are just knocking each other out with their own hardened powers. It's like Metapod versus Metapod, kind of. No, that's exactly hard, hard, hard and hardened. <laughs> that's exactly hard. what it is. <laughs> um, until they both knock it out. My favorite part is Midnight is like, this is so manly. This is so crazy. I was like, why is she so horny? <laughs> like, yeah, like, what was that? Uh, was that a radar? Yes. Yeah, she's she's something else. Yeah, her fit is insane. I was like, "Why? How do you teach?" She's like, and a full-grown teacher too. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kirishima eventually wins his first round after the fact. They get in an arm wrestling contest, and he wins. So, shout to Kirishima for more muscles than Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Um, Yeah, let's get to the main event. This is the final battle of round one. It is Bakugo versus Ochako. It is one of my favorite battles, kind of, period, I want to say. It's really cool. It's cool. Like, this is an underrated battle in My Hero, and there's so many battles. I mean, you get to season three, and there's a major one. Season four, there's a huge one. Season two, I mean, you get to the end of this one, there's a big one. But for some reason, Bakugo versus Ochako, for me, it... At some point, I think my second rewatch of it, it hit like a nerve because of all the music that was going and the inspiration yeah. and all this other stuff. And Bakugo, no one thinking that Ochako could actually win this one. Yeah, they they built it up as if, you know, this is about to be, who wants to watch this? You know, who wants to watch Bakugo destroy this poor girl? You know what I'm saying? And obviously the the, the fight was uh, 
not as one-sided as everyone thought. So it, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And, and it also showed that like, there is a way, you know, I keep saying like some quirks are better than, than others, but there's also mm-hmm. a way where it's like, if you use your quirk the right way, you can outsmart. And, and this is the first yeah. time you kind of see uh, Ochako kind of like, she outsmarts him in, in a lot of ways, but we'll, we'll talk about it. No, of course. So it's a, it's a battle that starts off. She's offered strategy by Deku. who's like, yo, I actually have a way to beat, you know, and she's like, no, actually, no. Um, I love the intro thing. Well, there's a whole lot of things. You know what? It, it, it's weird because not weird, but you have these. It's very. It's kind of interesting in anime how you make a female character go up against a male character, one especially so dominant as Bakugo, and someone who's kind of as girly as Ochako, and kind of make it make sense. And the few, I'm trying to remind myself, when I was watching this, I was trying to remind myself of like the few other women versus man anime fights, and the only one that really kind of came to mind because of how brutal it was, was Fidel versus Popovich. Yeah, Um, Yeah, she got... Yeah, that was that was ugly. Which I don't think would fly in this generation, but the way they kind of like maneuver this for it to work just makes all the it it, it ends up kind of portraying a respect that Bakugo has for Ochako. Yet you still kind of get the pugnacity and the intensity that Ochako has in this battle and never give up attitude that makes you kind of. Not, look past the fact that she's a girl and look past the fact that Bakugo is like Bakugo and you kind of like see these two warriors kind of facing off. Yeah, Bakugo um, definitely, he held back bars, I feel like. Usually, I feel like he would be shit talking a lot more. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he, 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 he definitely had respect. He definitely had respect. Yeah, and, and I think it's also two two different schools of thought. Like Bakugo at this point is all about uh, head first, just rushing you. And that's how he's won, and that's how he's gotten by. He still doesn't see that that's not the way to go. But Ochaka, she has to really, like, you know, out, again, outsmart him, but use her quirk in such a way that it will offset the fact that he's going to come at her with everything he's got. And he's, like, unusually fast. So like, she has to think right. on her feet. Right. Right. So her entire thing, her entire game strategy is if I can touch him, I can make him float, and he's done with. That's just mm-hmm. it. So he has to, she has to get in. But he's fully aware of that because he's one of the most skilled combatants in actual class. Like he, he's, he when it comes to actual fighting, hand to hand combat, he's a genius compared to most. He doesn't have it in the grades, but he's got it with the hands. Um, so she, he has to, she has to get in extremely close. So that's her strategy, and I love even the first shot. It's like she's like, oh, I got to get him close. I know he's gonna do the haymaker with his left hand because that's how he starts all the battles, and he does it anyway. And she's like trying to dodge it, but the power is just too strong, and yeah. she just gets caught in it anyway. And I was like, damn, that's so real. Like you know what I'm saying? Like any other thing, it would have been like, oh, I'm actually behind you. <laughs> um, but she eventually does get that. She ends up smart. She throws a jacket, the fake, the little and one move. Um, <laughs> <my jacket. laughs> I'm gonna throw my jacket, caught it, and now I'm behind you. And it was like, oh Very shit. Cool. And as, just as closer as she gets, he gets a little bit more intense. And here's my favorite part. Here's my favorite part of this entire battle. There's a part where, I mean, he's continuing to like blow, just knock it, just continue to push her back with yeah, every, explosion, every explosion, every explosion. And then one of the heroes is like, oh, my favorite part too. Oh my God. Like he should be ashamed of himself continuing to go to this brutality. And then, you know, Professor Aizawa was like, who said that? 
First of all, it was like extremely sexist. That's one. And 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 he was like, bro, if you're a pro hunter, like get out of here, man. Like pro hunter. I know where your brains is at. Oh my god. It's pro hero. Like you're a pro hero. Get out of here. I said hunter. Oh my god. Uh yeah, but no, uh, it's like, yo, you know, what are you doing? Like, let her let her do what she's doing. Let her I mean, if it because if that was a guy, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be shouting that shit out. You already know. Yeah. No, you're right. He uh Aizawa points him out. He gets on the mic himself. He's not even he don't even want to do commentary. He's still <laughs> doing with you know present mic and stuff. He's out here and then he was like, Who said that? Which hero was that? No, and, and, he, and I love that he brings up the point, which like again we say that like the certain women versus men anime fights they're very few and far between. But I love the point, and you might be actually getting to this right now. But I love the fact that he said that like y'all don't even realize that Bakugo is doing everything he can to stop her because <laughs> yeah. he knows yeah. that she can she can end him really quick. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Meanwhile, they just think they just think he's toying with her because she's right. a girl. You know what I'm saying? That's not the case at all. Isaiah says, you should drop your pro hero license right now and leave. And Yo, that like, dude is probably cooked, by the way. Like, I don't know what happened to him after that, but, like, his, his job's probably... probably a, his quirk is probably trash. Um, With that, everyone's just like... And then you kind of realize it because everyone's looking above, and then they see, like, a bunch of debris. I mean, the debris that Bakugo's making with these explosions. He doesn't realize that Ochako's kind of, like, raising it up into the air. And it becomes this incredible moment of like, oh, actually, she had a plan after all. Her plan was to, dist- by any means, do this point to distract him. And he will be so distracted by this blast that he will lose his concentration and I'm going to be able to touch him. There's yeah. no way that he can dodge this. There's way too many bowlers and shit up in the air. So Achaka uses rock throw. Um, rock slide, rather. Rock slide. Um and everything starts dropping down. And she's like, yes, this is my opening. This is it. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to grab him. I'm going to win this. And then Bakugo just blasts. Everything. <laughs> it's, the cool it's the cool In part. one blast. It's it's incredible. It is one shot. He one shots it completely. The impact of the giant blast knocks Ochako way, way, way back. She's not even able to get close to him anymore. It is one of the most impressive things that we've ever seen, just like a sheer power of Bakugo. I like the fact that even by using this, he hints it was like, yo, my arm is like, <laughs> I, I need to end this quick because I'm taking yeah, way yeah, too much. Unless you hurt me. Okay. And I love the, the nuts and bolts of things, as you guys know. How do you think it feels to get hit with the Bakugo explosion? Is it like a mm. concussion blast? Is it like a punch? Yeah. Or is it like full-on fire? I feel like he has the ability to like, you know, I, I don't know what what like dying in this show means quite yet because we've seen guys take, you know, things to the stomach. I mean, obviously there is a death later on down the line, but like, and that's kind of Bakugo, that's his, that's his thing, right? I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. I, he's not actually being serious. It's just, I'm, that's more him saying, I'm about to fuck you up, you know? But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's just like uh, maybe a little weaker than a grenade type blast, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, you know. Because because I she don't... should be she should be missing arms and legs. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yes, of course. But I think it's, yeah. a, I think he's. I don't know. I think it's a general just explosion. Maybe it's the season one. Remember when he grabbed Deku's arm and did it? I mean, he ripped, he blew the skin off. But yeah, exactly. 
I don't know, man. I it's it's weird. Because because I I would like to imagine that at this point he can't fully control what the blast does, and we and we see that later in an in an arc uh, with himself. Well, not to spoil it, but you see that in an arc later on, yeah, and I yeah. think you guys know what I'm hinting at. Um, where where he and and uh, Deku have to fight someone and then survive against someone, and in there you get to see the 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 sheer ferocity of his powers. But here it's like. Well, Chalk is kind of like, oh shit, that that hurt, and then she she collapses. <laughs> yeah. But 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 She's later on, bad. you you see like full clothes being blown off. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. Ochako collapses just basically due to exhaustion and overuse of her quirk. She just it just is. They make a note in the actual sort of episodes to remind that quirks are actual physical abilities, and you can overuse them. And if you overuse them, you will. You know, lose a lot of energy, and you could become exhausted. Bakugo almost went through that right now. Ochako is going through that right now. She passes out, and it's a valiant victory. I like the way that this was booked. To be honest with you, it's a very um, it's great. It's a, it, it, yeah, it's a good booking. It's like it's a nice little you know, makes her look strong. Yes, um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you say it. <laughs> But he's also still ultimately Bakugo, so yeah, you know yeah. it is. But what it, it, is. Yeah, it, it didn't kill her. It didn't kill her her character. And uh, if anything, yeah, if, if you're watching this for the first time, you probably end up liking you know her a lot more. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right because I did. I garnered a lot more respect for her after this. Um, to be honest with you, um, my favorite part is a little bit after Bakugo is just like, I know you gave her your little crummy strategies. <laughs> um, <laughs> He, well, he said something to her too. He was like, "I knew you're, you're friends with Deku, so I figured you'd come up with some stupid shit to try to, you know." It's <laughs> yeah. like, Damn, dude. like hey, okay, maybe this is spoiling. Should I ask you guys after the show or right now? Since yeah, someone sees it, since someone season four, uh, let's do it after the show. Yeah. Okay, it, okay, okay. Because let's I, do it after I, the show. Because I, I, I'm sorry, I just don't like Bakugo, bro. I just really don't. <laughs> and, and okay. <laughs> I, I, he's annoying to me. He's just really annoying to me. Bro. I hear you. I hear you. All right, but with that said, let's get into the second round of things. Actually, the second round starts off pretty friggin' dramatic, actually. <laughs> now that I look at it, I was like, oh shit, Deku versus Todoroki, we're already here. Yeah. Um, Deku versus Todoroki. Anima- they got a big animation for this one. Oh, yeah, they use all the effects on this shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they use are. a couple more effects in the Bakugo one. Maybe they had some leftover one, but they used all <laughs> the effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deku hey, versus man. Todoroki. This this up there, this, this, this up the there, <laughs> this one of them ones for me. I listen, I, y'all know I didn't cried for about a good ten episodes of this show. This one of them ones. <laughs> Everyone's watching. Pros, parents, I love so you know, oh my, Shigaraki's watching. Everyone's watching. The world is watching this battle between Deku and Todoroki. It's one of the most anticipated ones. Everyone knows Deku's quirk. Um, everyone knows Todoroki's quirk. They're like, will Deku be the one to stop Todoroki? But there is a whole lot of baggage that goes within this fight. <laughs> oh my God, the it's baggage. About to get, yeah, it's about to get a little, little personal. Um, we start Let me get off my tissues. Let me get my tissues. <laughs> I mean, so I can, I continue to I can continue to fly back between before the Cero thing, Todoroki and Endeavor come face to face, and he's just like, "What do you want? What are you here?" And he's like, "I'm here because you need to start using that fire quirk, and you need to start using it now. You need to stop wasting your time and become the 
pretty much what I created you to be, which yeah. is this ice fire machine. And Todoroki resents that. I mean, first of all, they're both called Todoroki, but I'm just going to call it one Todoroki and one Endeavor. But yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he resents that 100%. And he's just like, yo, I, I will never use your fire quirk. I will show you that I never need to use your fire quirk. And by all means, he has got through this tournament by turning everyone into a giant block of ice and mm -hmm. ignoring that quirk. Um, <laughs> and then I think Todoroki sorry, sorry no, to no. interrupt but I, I think up to this point Todoroki is to me or, or was one of the most interesting students in the whole series because there was definitely something there his look I mean alone I think he has the oh, best man. look yeah, to, yeah. to me of, of all of the all of the kids he's, he's definitely in my mm -hmm. top my top three most, most like but like you know, you're not expecting what you're going to get from this episode <laughs> at all. No, no, it it, it kind of tells the story. We talk about a little bit this last, a little bit of this last episode, but it kind of tells the story of like, yo, this is a kid who should have everything, right? His dad is the number two hero. He has incredibly powerful quirk. He mm -hmm. actually had a quirk. Deku never had a quirk when growing up, so he had to grow up in a little bit of a much more. He, he thought his life was sad because he didn't have a quirk, but he's realizing now that look how sad this man's life. He, he's had a quirk. In fact, he was pretty much birthed for the sole purpose to have, to have this exact quirk. And look how like kind of his life is. And then Dever and Deku have this, you know, I don't say altercation because it wasn't like a fight. Like he's not throwing hands or anything, but they have this moment where they pass through the thing and Endeavor wants Deku who's like, listen, I want you to go all out. I need Todoroki to use his power. And Deku tells Endeavor, he was like, listen, Todoroki is not you. He is not you. It is his own quirk. It is everything of the sort. <clears throat> But nonetheless, it's not like Deku's like, yo, I'm not going to win this. I mean, eventually, uh, I think he yeah. chooses. I think he chooses eventually. He would rather Todoroki continue to find himself than him win this battle. But I'm sure he, I'm not, I'm not going to say he didn't want to win this battle because essentially he blows all his fucking limbs off. Yeah, he wanted to, to win. He definitely wanted to win. He did. And he also took took inventory of the fact that he only has but so many chances to mm -hmm. To get the victory off, like to this point, Deku is literally a one trick pony. He only has one move, he only has one try, and that's what he tries to do. And, and with his, he's like, I'm going to use every single finger that I have. Yeah, he, <laughs> I mean, he, he told us the stakes, you know, before, before the fight. We already knew what was going to happen, and you know, that, like you said, Justin, there's only so many options I have to win this. So he definitely wanted to get the W, but not at the expense of breaking his, uh, his shonen protagonist character though yeah gotta help out man gotta help out while deku's quirk is being taken to the limit todoroki's quirk is almost taken to the limit how many icicles can you actually make at this point without and his body is beginning to like kind of freeze over a bit and that's kind of what the endeavor was kind of hinting at he was like you're going to need my quirk eventually well and shout out realize shout out bakuga for for uh the the reference the cross reference to the video games the mp he's like man maybe mm -hmm. maybe he was way too much He's way too much ice, uh, you know, these previous rounds, and he's almost out, you know? He notices that he's reaching his limit, and he knows he needs to activate his fireside, but he refuses to activate his fireside. And then it kind of goes to a throwback of his grim childhood with his mother. And it's one of the saddest things that you see in this anime, because 
the whole backstory of Endeavor pretty much buying his mother's family to be able to use his mother to have, you know, to be able to produce a child with a quirk of fire and a quirk of ice to be able to become the number one hero is kind of grim and it's kind of one of the darkest things. Yeah. And it's this entire the the growing up of Shoto Todoroki uh, with his father and seeing all the abuse you see that you see the moments where the kids are playing outside and Todoroki's just kind of watching them and <laughs> you know Endeavor walks up what and he's like, say? Come on. he's like come on let's go you I forgot what he says exactly he, he basically was like don't worry about what them kids doing I brought you into this world for something else basically that, yeah. that's yeah it's like you have a higher purpose or something along those lines like you just have something and it, it it's a sad childhood he watches his mother be abused it it doesn't say physically um i don't think it's physically it ends Remember, up being he, more he smacked her he punched her yeah he did he punched her he punched yeah. her did whenever he, whenever yeah. uh, he was throwing up on the ground yeah he he abused really? he, he endeavor was an abusive piece of shit and that's why i'm interested in season four because i'm like how are they gonna rewrite this or or, or try and make me feel sorry or, or any type of you know, g- you know any type of good things about Endeavor with what I know? And I think you know you got to carry that for at least another season before we get to what from what I hear season four is like his coming out story. Yeah, his, his right, one hundred percent. But I mean, she's eventually put in the hospital. I think it's more so the hospital thing ends up being the mental abuse thing because she did throw hot boiling hot water on her own son yeah because she can't yeah. stand look at him because he had the same eyes as pretty much uh endeavor had and it's a sad thing and having to go up through that and it's one of the things about the show is like every it, it explains it so realistically if all these kids have their various problems everyone has problems back home Ochako wants to help her family you know construction company and for it to be better and Ida has his own things to kind of face at home with his brother and all this other stuff and he has his own problems and and in Bakugo I mean yet you know, I haven't seen Bakugo's problems as we had I don't know he's just maybe he's just an like asshole the, the dialogue Endeavor's dialogue to me is you know you can tell that for whatever reason they were definitely trying to make sure that you know you're, you're supposed to you're supposed to hate this man just by you know, even when Todoroki asks him like you know where's mom, he goes. He, I mean, he just he just oh oh yeah, I put her in a hospital because she tried to ruin my masterpiece, and that was the end of it. Like there was no like, it, you know, he just he didn't care. And I, I feel like when you're building a character's story and you want us to feel something for the character, that's how you do it. You know, yeah. nobody just says that like randomly and just moves on and says it so easily. It's so weird because. If you're watching the current part of, I mean, in terms of the current part of the actual manga where it reaches up to it, man, it's come, it, it's evolving into that full circle moment. And, you know, I guess I don't want to do the spoilers all over the fact. That <laughs> it's very does. hard to, it's very hard to not, to not spoil. Because he does, you know. He does come full circle. Yeah, he, okay. he essentially does come full circle. He he, he eventually does. Um but with this, I mean, it's so emotionally charged and everyone is going through things emotionally and Deku's just pr- trying to pry for Todoroki like, this power is yours and I'm going to continue to blow you up. So he's like using all of his limbs. He's using limbs over. So that means permanent damage. He's mm-hmm. the broken limbs already. He's just exhausting them. We see he's like, oh my God, his arm, now his arm is deep purple. And I'm like, oh shit, this guy Has is this really- ever been done in an anime where like there is literally a hero that kills himself 
nearly every single time he uses powers. Like I can think of like Vampire Hunter D. He had a, a couple powers that would like drain him, but nothing to this, nothing to this effect. Yeah, and and even if there is something like that, you know, I mean, there's always some way to get out of it. Like you know, Dragon Ball makes sure they put the sensu bean or the actual Dragon Balls in general to make sure that you know that's never a problem. Right? I mean, yeah, right. but they do a good job here. Like you know, obviously there is someone who does fix them. They have a you know, she has a court to you know, heal people, but it does have its limits. So, and that's basically what they say here. It's like, Hey, at this point, we're getting to the point where she can't, she can't fix this. And yeah, she refuses yeah. to, she, she doesn't want to anymore. Well, yeah, that's right. it. You're wearing her out. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think there's an anime called, there's an anime called Cannon Busters. Um, that is where the main protagonist is like, he just, he dies and then he comes back to life. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Um, it, it just happens over and over, but it's really not the same thing. But, you know, in case someone wanted to check that out, it is a uh, predominantly black anime, um, which is something. And it's on Netflix if you ever yeah. want to take a look at it. Um, with that said, I mean, everything is emotionally charged until Todoroki says, finally, I'm going to activate this side after Deku's like, it's your quirk. It is yours. Use it you make it your own and Todoroki has all these flashbacks of like all might on you know thing is like oh but your quirk is what you make out of it and all this other stuff and he activates the fire quirk and the hilarious laugh of endeavor of just like yes haha and like, go back to your seat dog like what are yeah. you doing He's like, sir, sir, you're blocking a fire exit. Um, (laughs) uh, What a what a dick, man. I was like, walking down the stairs, bro. Like, what are you doing? Um, and then Todoroki essentially um begins to use I mean they're getting ready for the final blast and even Cementos and Midnight are like, yo, these they about to kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like Deku's not going to quit and he does not have much limbs left and Todoroki looks like he's going in for the final kill and because he's using all this power so Cementos is like should I step in I think I'm gonna step in Um, at the same time where essentially Todoroki lets off this incredible fusion of ice and fire um, as is like his final major attack and they do the slow-mo thing and it's like "Mm," and it's like incredible Stage um, there's little blocks. Yeah, and 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 Todor and um Deku from the other side, he's flying through, he's got one hundred percent, he's got his free arm, he's like, yo, we're about to kill this right now, and he's like flying towards him. And Cementos in the middle is like, yo, I'm about to put up a black wall. This shit's <laughs> crazy. Um and he does, he puts up that block wall. It doesn't matter. There's an explosion, it knocks midnight. <laughs> My favorite part is midnight just goes flying. Yeah. Um pretty much and everyone is going flying it's this massive explosion it is the great big budget explosion that we've been looking for from this series and at the end of it all when the smoke clears Deku is not completely out of the ring Todoroki's looks completely mangled from using this fire and ice and it is over Todoroki advances Deku's done and it's it's one of the most memorable fights of the anime thus far. Yeah, like, I, I do think that like although this was obviously to build Todoroki's character, you know, overall, but you know, I do think that there's an underline of him and Deku's relationship getting even you know better here and them gaining even more respect for each other. Because if you look, I mean, when he saw Deku out of the ring, he he, he couldn't believe it himself. You know, he was just yeah. like, damn, like 
this is that, that was it, huh? He, he really gave me everything because that was, you know, I'm exhausted myself. So, yeah, it, it was it, that was really awesome, man. It was a really cool fight. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites. I, I think that when you look at like Demon Slayer and you look at this, um, you got to put the budget back into the fights. Yeah. And I think that's super important. I, I really just just a couple of like small things. Like I love the the hollowed out black look that his fingers and his limbs get when he uses them. I love mm-hmm. the the charge of the power when he plucks and and, and he uses his fingers to, to do things. I, I love just the effect the effect that, you know, like I said before, these are people that want to do everything to do good things. Deku is literally again a shonen trope, Jesus you know, Messiah complex, but he literally is sacrificing himself to be better. And and I love that idea. Yeah. 100%. And not even sacrificing him for to be better, but for the better of Todoroki too. Like ultimately Todoroki stands there and realizes like, did you just do this to help me? And even All Might realizes like, yo, he put his body on the line. So Todoroki can kind of realize something about himself Mm -hmm. and kind of like get deeper. So he's ultimately helping him. And even at the end of, you know, the rounds and stuff like that, he, he says something along the lines of All Might. I see why you have this like, of affixation with like Deku and like who he is because he's someone who like generally affects everyone around him and wants the best for everyone around him and pushes people to be better. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an admirable thing. It's admirable thing. Um, (laughs) Yes, but he's in the hospital now. He's completely thinged up. Uh, (laughs) Girl is like, Oh my, you asshole. You need to make sure that he does not, you know, he 100% do not praise him for this. Do not praise yeah. him for breaking all of his limbs. He needs to be you slow. Guys, yeah, yeah. You guys need to figure out how to use his power without destroying his body because he, I will not heal him again. And I, he, at this point now, he has a scar on his arm that looks insane. And it's a scar that stays throughout the entire series. So if you think it's gone, yeah. like, if it's, like, a race in a couple of episodes, no, no. It's a scar that is Which I love, thing. by the way, you know. Yeah. There, there's too much of, like, characters going through major fights and then... Them no not, scars. Yeah, not having anything to call for. Like, they're just fine. They move on. But, yeah, they the scars that he deals with, he has to you know, do something about them, getting new uh, costume, you know, getting new pieces for, you know, for the way he looks just to, just to benefit the fact that he destroyed his body so early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The other battles, I mean, yes, of course, there are other battles in this tournament. Uh, Ida beats Shiozaki very politely. He's like, oh, let me (laughs) push her out the ring. He like scurries her out the ring. Um, Tokoyami defeats Ashido uh, because Tokoyami is completely underrated. Uh, Bakugo defeats Kirishima. Mm-hmm. So we're right here now and we're down to the semifinals of this tournament. Todoroki, Todoroki defeats Ida. Uh, Ida puts up a fight. I guess he uses his legs for more than running. He's like, oh, I can also use it to propel this kick or something along those lines. Yeah. He has a really he good has- plan. He has a really good plan against Todoroki as well. I I think that uh, when he uses, uh, he he spins around him and does the, I think it's the reciprocal, the reciprocal burst. That was a good plan. But, but again, like Todoroki, he just has so much more control over his, his quirk that he just, it it was too much. 
yeah, there's nothing kind of limiting him in a way that's so glaringly like Eda's quirk of like, I can use this, but then I stall out for 10 sec. I stall out 10 seconds later, I'm not able to move anymore. And it's like, well, <laughs> you need to fix that <laughs> because honestly, it's not going to work out for you in the real life. People are going to, you know, uh, people are going to take advantage of that. Um, and then Bakugo defeats Tokoyami pretty viciously. He's like <laughs> fire around the bird and the bird and Dark Shadow's like, I don't like light. And he's just continuing to take advantage of that after pretty much learning it. He learns it. And he's and this is another thing about Bakugo. He's like a student of the game. He's constantly watching. He's constantly observing. And he observes about Tokoyami. And he's like, how did you know this? And it's just like, because I'm Bakugo. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, Before we hit the final round, Ida gets a call. That he has to take. It is his brother. Something's up with his brother Tensai Ingenium, the hero um, <laughs> who he models himself at. He has been injured by the hero killer, and Ida has to leave the tournament. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Big stakes. <laughs> you know, I love a good uh, foreshadow for a couple episodes. So we'll kind of leave it at there, but Ida does leave the tournament. It is incredibly grim. All the stuff. I mean, we'll talk about it after the final round because it happens all after the fact. But yeah, it gets incredibly grim. Um, final round: Todoroki, Bakugo, the main event. Yeah, one one for one. It's the two strongest. It's the two people. Bakugo, you know, Todoroki almost uh, overlooked Bakugo when that we talked about in the first episode when he was like approached Deku and had that talk with him. And but now Todoroki is versus Bakugo, and Bakugo wants everything that Todoroki has. But Todoroki is so like emotionally checked out of this entire thing and he's kind of confused and he's kind of you know emotionally bruised and he's kind of a whole bunch of other things that he's, he's fighting and he's still but, thinking of what deku said as well and, yeah. and i think mm -hmm. that that has really resonated for him past their match absolutely it is a fight that is you know what it's fair he only uses his eyesight and he's like prompted to use his fire side back goes like yo i want the fire i want to beat you at your best i want you to want to whoop your ass 100 percent of you i don't want 50 percent of you i want 100 percent and he's using all these techniques and Bakugo's really king he's like oh I, I saved this shit one for the end because i wasn't going to use it on these scrubs um <laughs> and todoroki's like he begins to use his fire side and Bakugo gets fired up and then Todoroki is just like, nah, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm there yet. Like, I don't think I'm there with using my fire side anymore. As he looks up at his father and the thing, he's like, I, I just can't. And Bakugo takes advantage of it unknowing to himself. He does that little spin whirly missile yeah. jazz. Um, great effects. They use a little bit of, a little bit less of the great well, effects. Budget, no budget left. Yeah, and he uh he knocks out Todoroki and Bakugo is the winner and Bakugo is heated. He is pissed. He yeah. is angry. He is feral. I don't know. <laughs> like he is so mad that he, he just didn't get the best of Todoroki. He didn't he doesn't feel like he can call himself the top guy in this tournament because he didn't get to face all that he was. And it's sad. There's this moment, obviously, they do the sort of metal thing. All my talks to um, Tokiyami, and I was like, yo, you gotta learn how to use your cork better. Like, <laughs> this one trick pony thing, like, your, your cork is cool, but 
you know, figure out some new techniques. You, you maybe throw a punch or a kick in or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> way too much. I said it before. Like he just relies on it, man. Yeah, it, he kind of just stands there. And I and I get why he would be a little bit disappointed, and I think that's the that's the theme for 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 Bahugo, right? It's it's that he always gets the, the sloppy seconds. He could win, and it's still not really a victory for him because mm-hmm. what Todoroki got the most out of was the battle with Deku. It wasn't the battle with him. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. it's once right. again Deku you know, taking his moment. That. Yeah, he was definitely thinking about that shit. No, you're one hundred percent right. Bakugo's pit, like the point where All Might walks up to him and like, ugh. Well, they had to <laughs> knock his ass out. <laughs> look, look at his eyes; it's crazy. And it's like you know, young Bakugo. He's he's trying to do the spiel. He's trying to you know play it up for the public and for the cameras. Like you got great spunk and you got something. And he's just looking. at it. It's like look at his eyes; it's so insane. Like what the fuck? Um. But with that said, Bakugo first place. Second place, Todoroki. Third place, I think it's tied between Ida and uh, Tokoyami. And that is the sports festival of the, you know, the, the 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 breakdown of, I guess, the sports festival, how it all shakes down. After this, they're supposed to be drafted by various work agencies, and we'll see what comes in all after the fact. Um, kind of in an epilogue after this, Ida finds out his brother has been seriously injured, like injured, injured, like, wow. Well fucked up. This, he is in the hospital and Ida just can't take it. It's one of the first times actually I realized the eyebrow thing that they have. Yeah. <laughs> um the the arrows. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's a thing. Imagine if I cut my eyebrows like that. That'd be wild. Oh, do it. Um, do it. Don't do no. it. No. Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> I live in New York. What the fuck? Um three, three cuts in your eyebrows trying to wall out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um Ida's brother seriously injured. He's by his hospital bed. Everyone's kind of wishing the best for Ida. Uh, even Deku in that moment. Even then Deku is like his whole body's taped up. He's like, I hope Ida's okay. <laughs> right. Um, like, boy, think about yourself, nigga. And Todoroki, he goes sees his mother. And it's for the first time in a long time, but he feels kind of like he needs his mother's approval, support, and a little bit of closure before he really decides to maybe embark on this you know this journey he can't be the number one hero if he doesn't use all of his quirk he can't he can't say that he tried his best in saving people if he doesn't use the entire quirk that's kind of giving to him so i think he's struggling with this thing internally of like i need to be able to save people i need to do all that i can to save people but my fireside is such a contentious point for all of this but i need to go see my mother i need to ask her i need to talk to her because she is just as wrapped up in this as my dad is and you know i mean what a layered ass story right yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it's su- it's super deep these kids go through a lot and i think that it's really dope that uh you know Todoroki he's the number one hero in my eyes let's just be clear uh, but he, he he goes through a lot, and and it, it really means a lot that we get the familial aspect from all of these guys, whether it be Deku's mother, uh, Ochaka's mother, and father, or, or anything like these people. Like they they go through a lot of mental, physical, and emotional strife, and I think that's again something that you don't see. Like not everything is about Deku, and I think that's another reason why I really like this uh, anime. You see it definitely here. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, that's kind of where we'll end this year in terms of the sports festival arc. We hit the final part. We wrapped it up. We've gone through all the students. I think this has just been a great arc just in general to get you familiar with more people. 
Um, because ultimately, I feel like season one, while, yeah, there are students, but it's about Deku. This one kind of shone a light on, like, oh, now I see what the quirks is. Now I get more thing with the personalities, all these other things like that. And, you know, it's a continued great show. And I think it's going to continue to heat up. They've got great momentum. Next episode, um, we're getting into, honestly, one of my favorite arcs just because of how it's a, such a game changer for the entire series. Like, it yeah. legitimately influences everything it 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 influences and this is i mean it's something that animes don't do like they don't have a singular moment that in that is really carried out throughout the rest of the anime it kind of feels like the anime just starts Mm -hmm. like here you know what i'm saying like this like the stakes the heroes and all this stuff like we just spent all this time building up and 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 providing context for a lot of things but now everything kind of starts here um, so it's one of my set favorite episodes next time we will definitely be going over the stain kind of arc thing so make sure you stay tuned for everything on the lookout we want to of course thank OG Johnny 5 Justin Davis for joining us on this episode I, once again I, I love talking the nuts and bolts and the background stuff of, of my hero I think it's a in, really intriguing and fascinating honestly anime and it got me back into it so I mean I'm, I'm watching Castlevania now Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. I know that's I know that's not like traditional oh anime, but I love the game. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nah, I feel yeah, you. Cool. I feel you. Um, we gotta get you into the Promised Neverland. I want to hear your take. What? All right. What? <laughs> what is that? I just feel like now when I say this, like it. Well, it's about kids, and they're basically being groomed to be eaten by demons in an orphanage. But it, I mean, it's graphic. Um, it's deep. I think it's up your alley. Believe it or not, I think, I think I, it's I, up I, your alley. Like it, yeah, I think. You kind of like it. But okay. this is the opposite effect that we're doing that we did with the my hero thing. So maybe it's not up your alley, and maybe um, you will dislike it. And Actually, you will yeah, dislike no, yeah, you might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I do, so I don't have another show to watch. <laughs> um, it's an interesting show. It'll leave you on your seat for. I guess the first season, I think the first season was maybe like 12 or 14 yeah, episodes like only. Episodes. Yeah, it's it's not very long. So you're able to it it's a I will characterize it less of an anime, more of a psychological thriller. I guess a oh, psychological wow. thriller anime. It's not, yeah. It's not like Tokyo Ghoul horror or anything, but like it has its moments where it's just very like the music will kind of calm down and it's like yeah, yeah, like very quiet place, you know, just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm I'm real close to like tap touching on some of these old Gundam uh, seasons and stuff like that. Like that's where I, that's that's how how deep quarantine's gotten in, in month three. <laughs> I was talking to Jamal about uh, Gundam and like how it's it's kind of it's disrespected a bit because it is very adult, you know. And it came up in our time where we I don't think it was a it was it was difficult to understand. Like as kids, we just thought it was it looked cool visually, but it was hard to understand. So yeah, yeah. I would say check it out again for sure. But yeah, thanks for thank you for having me on the show. Please get me, bring me back more. I I, I love I love this discourse. I love it. Of course. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys. Of course, you can follow at the Lookout RNC on Twitter. You can follow also RNC Radio Live on Twitter for all updates on RNC Radio Podcast. You can listen to more stuff that Jeff is on and more stuff that I am on. Quite honestly, yeah. um, and, and more stuff that Justin is on because <laughs> between all three of us, I think oh, we yeah. do my, my <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So you can definitely listen to that. Make sure you stay tuned to the page all throughout the week. I mean, the new, I guess the the Pokemon DLC is coming up, so we'll have some stuff during that and a lot of couple other things. First of all, we did. I think we did. I want to say it's the season, I don't know, season finale. Uh, seasons awards. Um, it is one of the. Part, I guess right. Yeah, of Mount Silver. It is out by now. We've done the league. We've wrapped it up. Um, only thing that we can talk about thus far is whatever that happens in the DLC. So if it's really good, we'll talk about it. But I'll say this at this point, the Mount Silver, we've wrapped it up. It is a great box. It is completely bingeable if you want to go through the first eight gems of Kanto. So make sure. So make sure you listen to that. Um, and we might guys, well every- episode on Chase the Beans. We might as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> and, um, of course, Big Eyes podcast every week, every Thursday, manga, all the other good stuff like that. Once again, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Um, take care. <laughs>